Educators want to stay fresh with literacy instruction, but are so busy with students, they don't always have the time. All year long, Choice Literacy publishes and delivers the best K-12 literacy practices so that educators can grow their students as readers and writers with choice in literacy. Welcome to the Big Fresh Choice Literacy Podcast. I'm Ruth Ayers. Mental Rehearsal by Kate Mills and Tara Barnett. Read by Tara Barnett. Mental will is a muscle that needs exercise, just like the muscles of your body. Lynn Jennings. On my high school track team, I once had a coach that taught me how to mentally rehearse the race I was going to run. She coached me to imagine myself running the pace I had trained for, overtaking runners in front of me, and even seeing my desired time on the clock when I passed the finish line. Many years later, I don't remember much about that particular race, but something about the advice that I got from that coach has stuck with me all this time. Mental rehearsal is still a strategy that I use when I'm running in a race. I find a quiet space and visualize my race mile by mile. Doing this type of rehearsal is so valuable to me. It helps to relieve the jitters I get before a race, builds my confidence in myself, and gives me the chance to tackle any potential problems I may face before I actually face them. Mental rehearsal isn't just for race day. I often use mental rehearsal before I write arranging and reading the words I want to say in my head before I ever commit them to paper. There are so many opportunities for us to offer our students the chance to rehearse as well. We offer opportunities for rehearsal when we ask students to turn and talk about a question that is posed. When we ask them to point to blank pages as they storytell. When we ask them to start their poetry on whiteboards before they move to paper. Kara Barnett and Kate Mills are the featured contributors at the site this month. I really loved this lead, just thinking a little bit more about how important mental rehearsal is for writers. As many of you know, I broke my ankle. And what I've noticed uh, with this is how much mental rehearsal I do in my head. Because the thing is, is in order to navigate, um, you know, just movement, I have to really pay attention so that I don't accidentally um, put weight on my ankle or bump into something um, that I'm not too wobbly if I'm on crutches. And so I've realized how much work how much mental rehearsal, especially as a writer, I do in my mind. And so this lead from Tara and Kate is just this great reminder of giving more and more opportunity for writers to to do some of the rehearsal needed to write well. Uh, just a reminder, last week's uh, newsletter was all about this idea of rehearsal for writers and we have some great new content 
on the site all wrapped around this idea. This week, we're looking at poetry. For many teachers, they pay particular attention to poetry in the month of April. And here at Choice Literacy, if you've been a longtime follower, you know that we pay attention to poetry all year long. And so in the free-for-all section, there's some links uh, that you may want to check out. Gretchen Trader is a high school teacher out of Central Ohio, and she has an article that was first published in 2020 about using picture books to help her high school students understand and write persona poems. And then Kathy Muir is sharing uh, a list of favorite poetry resources that can be used if if you want to connect uh, virtually or maybe use in some of your learning management platforms uh, that are just great resources. Poetry can be the glue that holds many classroom communities together and Kathy points us into some points us to some really valuable resources. I hope that you've decided to read along with the Choice Literacy Book Club this month. We're reading The Proudest Blue by Ibtaha Muhammad, SK Ali, and Hatem Ali. And this week, I'd like to encourage you to pick up a copy of that book, read it. We have a playlist on the book club site that I think is phenomenal and has really helped me think more deeply about the book. We have this great course. It's called Empowered Choice for Readers and Writers. And it, in the secondary version, Gretchen Schrader shares a module all about weekly poetry responses and different choices that she gives kids every week as they're responding to poems. So if you're a member that's free to check out, it's also available to purchase. I'm excited about this week's new content. Again, it's all surrounded about, about poetry. There's a new article by Katherine Sokolowski about immersing students in poetry with mentor text about age and then giving them time to linger and the thinking about their own ages. This article includes a phenomenal list of mentor text, and then Catherine steps you through uh, really how to get kids thinking a little more deeply and really beginning to shift into this uh, poet mindset as they're writing. And then Leanne Eck curates a fantastic book list of novels in verse for middle grade and young adult readers. You won't want to miss that. The Encore article this week is a reminder of an article we just published last week by Jen Court, where she's sharing the way whiteboards and conversation lifted pressure from student writers so they could write poetry. This article has student examples in it, it has an anchor chart, and it really lays out the process of this low stakes kind of writing to move students into drafting poetry. It's written about a second grade classroom. There's a brand new field experience course called Writing Poetry with Elementary Writers. Now, the point of our field experiences um, uh, is to give you an opportunity to watch classrooms in action, as well as read some articles that will deepen your thinking. There is a great field note um, guide or reflective practice guide that you can download and use as you move through our field experiences. This course is really about helping elementary writers develop the mindset and tools for dipping their notebooks into poetry. 
In our Leaders Lounge, Kathy Meir has a brand new article encouraging instructional coaches to take the best parts of workshop practice and apply it to coaching. I appreciate this article. I think so many coaches, uh, they love they love instruction. They love being in classrooms. And one of the things that Kathy does in many of our articles is it helps it helps instructional coaches develop what Kathy calls um, a coaching heart or a heart for coaching. And this article takes the things that we know about workshop practice and invites coaches to apply those mindsets to their work with adults. Inga Omandi shares another coaching minute this week, and she's suggesting keeping the focus on students in order to entice apprehensive teachers into a coaching relationship. I'm a big fan of coaching minutes. They're quick videos with tips that make me think deeply about uh, literacy leadership. In the Leaders Lounge, we pulled an encore video of a demonstration conference with Claire Landrigan. She's working with a student who's developing confidence as a writer through exploring poetry, and then they're transferring that learning to other subject areas. What's special about this video is it's including the pre-brief and debrief with Lexi's teacher, so you can really see Claire in action as an instructional coach working with a teacher. If you haven't had a chance to check out the Better Student Feedback course, now is a great time. We're coming up on spring break. You may find yourself having a little extra time uh, to check out things like this. Um, this. This course is all about, it's a collection of resources from Choice Literacy contributors focused on the power of giving and receiving student feedback. At Choice Literacy, we know that you want to be an educator who makes students' lives better through literacy. In order to do that, you need access to comprehensive literacy practices delivered in a way you will actually use. With over 150 in-the-field contributors, we understand the pressure to reach a variety of needs and not enough time to do it, which is why we hold true to workshop tenets like choice and share practical ways to plan and deliver literacy instruction straight to the point of student need. You can find links to all of the articles discussed in the show notes or sign up for the Big Fresh so you can have the links delivered directly to your inbox. Keep growing readers and writers by offering choice in literacy.